0: One, two, three. two. I and get this stuff with my dad. So He's okay. they don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. I wish he'd stay off Twitter. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Either. Well, either way.
1: Why are you here. You're-
0: Someone should ask you these questions because of the way you formulate the questions.
1: I give you America itself!
2: This is Ed McMahon, and now,
1: here's Armstrong and Getty! You
3: know, every day I'm disappointed that we don't have our old theme song. Every day.
1: I like this one, it's show busy. Hey, this, this is everybody. young Danny did this one. Live from Studio C. A dimly lit
3: room deep the bowels. Oh, see, senor. Sorry, I was listening to the music. Deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And hey, everybody, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. The
1: sacred right to vote. At least in some states. I mean, everybody has the right, but some of you aren't voting today. What but you, you still s- have the right. What are you
3: saying? There the are...
1: sacred right to vote. There are a bunch of states that have primaries today. Correct? Yeah. And it is incredibly important you move your arse out to vote. Get to your polling place. Drop off your ballot. You're like worth four or five voters today because nobody shows up. Particularly if you live in California
3: where they've got record low turnouts in recent elections. Right? Right. You're going to have like 16% of people decide what happens. Get out and vote for Travis Allen in California. Make him the Republican guy running against Gavin Newsom. Is that an endorsement? I'm
1: well, I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> Whatever that means. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is there anything dumber than it? Uh, I uh, just uh, received the endorsement of the entire- <laughs> he's <laughs> he's
3: behind John Cox in the polls, but the turnout is so low that that could that could change very quickly. If you Ow. if you would write down Travis Allen's name or check the box next to him, and I'm telling you that race for governor in California would be very exciting oh. if he's the candidate. Travis,
1: go get him, Allen, against the Gavin Lazy Newsom. Because
3: Travis is willing to say stuff.
1: <laughs> brings a lot of energy. It'd be
3: so fun. So fun for the media.
1: Somebody, I think it's Villa, Villa Garosa, or somebody's paying for these ads that are running constantly that say the current lieutenant governor, Gavin Newsom is lazy. He's a lazy playboy. He doesn't work. And they're very funny.
3: They are. He's got sunglasses on. <laughs> He's on Bill Maher. He's at a baseball game. And I've bought into the narrative completely. What an interesting way to
1: knock a guy. He's lazy. What? I was actually filling out my ballot last night uh, with Judith and... uh Uh, looking at the guys running for and gals running for lieutenant governor the job hardly even exists it's a job and it's a salary but it has no duties i mean they don't do anything so while i don't doubt that gavin newsom is like myself a man who craves leisure the job has no responsibilities especially if the syphilitic old governor doesn't like you and jerry brown doesn't like gavin newsom so he had nothing to do on the other hand like i said I'm enjoying the narrative. Yeah. Vote for Travis Allen. That's what I say. Uh let's kick off the show by
3: introducing everybody in the squad to start over there with board operator Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael?
2: I'm pretty good. Uh, those T V campaigns sure work on me because I was all set to vote for Gavin Newsom, but then when I saw that picture of him sitting on a yacht, I just oh, I right? immediately, you know, changed my vote. <laughs>
1: right? You're not <laughs> voting for any damn yachter. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh,
3: politics so crazy. Always has been. And stupid, and just stupid, right. stupid <laughs> because, and grubby. Because they know the uh, body politic is stupid, <laughs> so they're trying to sway you for
1: stupid reasons. There's that stupid ways. Politics is getting is the take two. Politics, the art of getting the herd to run in one direction or another. Uh-huh. Sometimes with fear, sometimes with food.
3: <laughs> there is positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you,
2: Sean? Doing very well. Here to report on the new HBO uh, uh, kind of prestige drama. It is called. Succession. I have seen the first episode as that is the only one available, and I love it. I am all in on this show. It's about a dysfunctional media family dynasty in the 21st century. Um, it, it's almost like if this family was some sort of weird combination of Disney and Fox all together, right? They mm. have. They have these very influential news media programs and news channels and also like theme parks with rides and stuff what like that. What a cool idea. Um, and it's just about kind of the 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 next level of sons trying to take it from the dad, but the dad's not ready to let go and just power struggle and petty and they're all rich and they're flying in helicopters and they're still being petty. Oh, and
3: it's great. Any giant stars?
2: Uh, Brian Cox is probably the biggest name of it, a uh, name that you might not recognize, but an actor that you certainly would. If you uh, recognize him, you're like, oh, that guy's good, would, and he's great in everything. I wouldn't
3: I know. know Brian Cox if I came home and he was on top of my wife. He's, uh, he's one of those <laughs>
1: he's one of those guys who's been in a million things. Okay. Well-known character, actor. There you go. Um, uh, that's the home box office. you got to pay for that, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, well, I'm against the first, that. Too. Do they show uh, bare breasts, female breasts? Uh, not in this. Because I won't have that either. Not in this episode. And <laughs> I was God. not
2: prepared for Macaulay Culkin's younger brother to be one of my favorite actors on TV. Oh, really? And he's in this, and he's fantastic. i oh, darned. Um, there's Marsha Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marcia? Well, as
0: you've mentioned, it is primary day. I'm going to be going to my polling place wrapped in red, white, and blue bunting. You as wear is. the
3: full Uncle Sam outfit Indeed every Indeed
0: I do. That is my fashion, as you know. And this year, <laughs> this year... Riding
3: made... one of those big one-wheeled bicycles. <laughs>
0: And this year I'm going to be bringing cookies. Unicycle. I'm going to be bringing cookies to hand out and see what happens. You know they used to have them. They used I think to give that's you... a
1: violation of election law or something. They You'll probably to... end up tased. <laughs> they
0: used to give you cookies at my polling place, but then they stopped a couple of years ago. I was told legal. Uh, apparently moved oh, in and said, good oh, you Lord. can't
1: give uh, cookies yeah, out it's to the voters." clause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right, right. That so, old that old
3: woman's in jail with Paul Manafort right now.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, I thought I'd bring a box of cookies over and uh, leave them there and see what. Happens <laughs> and hope I Good don't get God. tapped in the ground.
3: Uh, <laughs> awesome. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Tuesday, June the 5th of the year 2018. We're setting you straight in 21 8. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this
1: program. All right, let's leap into action now on Gavin Newsom like God knows. According to FCC rules and regulations, here comes the show at Mark. Senator
0: Kennedy has been shot.
1: Is that possible? Is that possible? Is that possible? It's been... is it possible, ladies and gentlemen? It is possible he has, not only Senator Kennedy, oh my God, Senator Kennedy has been shot, and another man, a Kennedy campaign manager. That was 50 years ago
3: today in Los Angeles, it was also a primary day. Robert Kennedy won the California primary, yep. and shortly after midnight gave a speech and got shot by a crazy person yesterday, I spent a lot of time watching YouTube videos, and uh, well, there's a really interesting one if you got the time. They've got the entire—I think it's ABC broadcast from when they're getting the poll results till like seven o'clock the next morning. I only, wow! I only took in like an hour of it while I was driving, but um, so it's in complete real time. It's 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 interesting if nothing else, just from a media standpoint, the way news was handled right. back then, mm-hmm. because they very slowly get the word, and, uh, and and you're watching people scramble behind the anchors before the anchors go on the air with it and everything like that and how little information they had, and how slow information traveled 50 years ago compared to today, how unwilling they were to speculate or throw out crap before they knew what they were talking about. Yeah, they wouldn't make stuff up just to keep you there, which is pathetic, isn't it? So stupid back in the day. And speaking of pathetic, I watched some interviews with the uh, assassin, Sirhan. Sirhan Sirhan was a complete crazy person, just a complete crazy person who wished he hadn't done it almost immediately, like so many of these school shooters Mm.
1: Did you get sucked into the he wasn't alone there no, was another shooter I vortex? I didn't
3: watch any conspiracy videos.
1: Yeah, that it's it's inevitable. It's practically yeah. a law of physics, isn't it yeah. that those things uh, arise? Although you know, the Wapo for instance has a piece this morning that I just glanced at uh as to whether the uh the LAPD blew the investigation.
3: I I'll, I'll tell you this, maybe we'll talk about it more. Well, we'll certainly talk about it more later. If Bobby Kennedy had any um, ability to think before he died, because he might have been he might have been out the moment the bullets went through his head, um, but if he had any ability to think, I guarantee you, based on enough reading that I've done, I guarantee you his thoughts would have been the mob got me. Hmm. I guarantee you he would have thought that, because okay. that's what he thought about his brother, yeah. because he had been battling the mob his entire life as the attorney general and going after him. He'd been getting... He and his family had been getting death threats all day long for years right. and, from and the mob. They'd been trying to kill him forever. He would have thought, they got me. And you can't imagine
1: how powerful they were at that time, too. Well, he, he, he had enough sh- thought to uh, famously said to the busboy holding his head and, and one of his campaign aides, is everybody okay oh, yeah. after being shot? Yeah,
3: yeah it's hard to... Yeah, well.
1: Um. Uh, but uh, Sirhan Sirhan, the guy
3: that shot him, was just a looney tune. Have you ever watched his prison interviews? Not for a Just a, long a time. complete crazy... It, w- it makes it worse. Yeah. The fact that he's just so dumb and so crazy. Yeah. And it's uh, just... Uh, it's just needless. Yeah. It's just awful. Yeah. Anyway,
0: what are what other headlines, Marshall? That is. Mm. Well, things are going from bad to worse for one-time Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort. President is canceling. That's surprising because he has such an honest face. Yeah, and from
3: the first time I thought him, I saw him, I didn't think, boy, there's a criminal.
0: President's <laughs> canceling the ceremony for the Super Bowl champs, and a majority of doctors think electronic records-keeping systems stink. Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Mm-hmm. You ever
1: want to see a doctor angry? Ask him about that. The Electronic Records-Keeping Act and the rest of it. Universal.
3: There are doctors actually leaving the profession over that. And some geniuses thought it was a step
1: forward. Bureaucrats did. Yay! How does mailbag look? Oh, it's outstanding. We've got the great freedom-loving quote of the day. We've got anti-utopianism. Powerful and eloquent. Fantastic. Uh, Plus an offer
3: for Marshall that he can't refuse. We'll probably get more into what Apple had to say yesterday about helping you get unaddicted to your phone which I'm all for. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I want to stand up. I want
3: to My final thought during the show yesterday was I hope that the gay cake ruling was the end of me hearing about this. And then I found out we got a gay floral arrangement ruling coming later in the summer that is going to... That's the only chance we
1: have to achieve your goal of not hearing about it anymore, because the cake was unsatisfying. It was one of those situations where you only got like an inch by an inch of justice from the cake ruling. Mostly frosting. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Very disappointing. Mailbag. Woo! We must move swiftly. Well, a lot of good stuff to get to. A Freedom Open quote of the day from Gary Lloyd, whoever that is. I don't, he's, a, he's a writer, apparently. He wrote this. When the government's boot is on your throat, whether it is a left boot or a right boot is of no consequence. Amen to that.
2: Hmm.
1: There is practically no functional difference between the extreme right and the extreme left. They exist only... In the minds of uh, poli sci professors and students. Colorado tax is on my breakfast this morning, writes uh, Robert from the great rectangular state of Colorado. Let's see, there's the city st- tax, the state tax, and wait a minute, a living wage tax. Rolling eyes, where's the unicorn tax? What's a living wage tax? It's the old uh, we're going to put an extra little bit of money on there and say it's something to do with giving everybody a living wage and uh, thereby everybody will be able to support a family on every single job, even if it takes no skill or energy whatsoever. Anything you show up for, anything should pay enough to support an entire family here in in, in Unicornland. Let's see. Oh, I I said, I believe it was a day or two ago, that we don't endorse politicians on Armstrong and Getty. And Bill writes, you don't endorse politicians on Armstrong and Getty? Really? You endorse T-Rump every day. See, he has a little T and then a capital Rump. I <laughs> believe that's a shot at the president. Which is why, after 20 years, I am turning you off and tuning you out. Bye bye well, Bill, I'm surprised you lasted for 20 years because you're obviously not bright enough wow. to have caught the fact. That's... No, I'm not going to hold back. That's I not... get that sort of crap from some sort of piss ant. It's
3: not the way I would have gone about it. <laughs>
1: Listen, piss ant, Bill, <laughs> perhaps you didn't notice that back in Obama's day, when he was right, we Obama. said he was wrong. Obama. When he was right, we said he was right. When he was wrong, we said he was wrong. And we had Obama haters saying, I, I've never listened to you again because you're too nice to Obama. Ah, go to hell,
2: all of you.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, wow. wow.
2: Let's see. Where were we? Bye-bye. I, mm. I don't know if that's bringing the conversation together. Yeah. I don't know. Uh... He- it's not healing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> On the topic of Monica, we have two messages from Matt. Number one. A and G were discussing the sitting president che- cheating on his third wife after birth of their newborn with a porn star's excess, but scouring the news for relitigation of the Monica Lewinsky scandal is worth the second hour conversation. Nice. Then he wrote back shortly thereafter, oh, one minute later, I revoke my criticism. Y'all sound pretty worn out talking about it. <laughs> so, you know, Matt, first of all, Matt, it's it's really funny and cool that you wrote back. But that's a little, that's like Bill. Old Bill Bill, who I called a number of names, not meaning it. Um, Did, 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 did you have these spasms of peak? Don't hit send. Or do, I don't care. Here's Joe and Stockton channeling my dog Baxter's thoughts. Uh, Joe and Stockton, some sort of pet psychic, evidently. When I see a person, oh how I love them. Stick its snout with such obvious pleasure into a rose blossom, I think flowers must smell like undertale to them. Undertale. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, is that what dogs think when they see us smelling roses? Joe, 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 Joe. Very nice, though. I appreciate that. I wanted to get to this one because we we brought this up yesterday. Uh, Justin said, uh, guys, I was on vacation, a cruise last week. My wife's going on a cruise with a friend in a week or two. Leaving me behind. I've never been on a cruise. May the cabin boy enjoy your affections as much as I have, my dear. A lot of people swear by the cruise. Some it's, love them. It's never looked appealing to me. Maybe, I, maybe I'd love it if I ever went. We're I talking, probably won't. We're talking about doing a, a cruise where we uh, cruise around and then go play golf somewhere fun. And then cruise for another day then go mm. play golf. I could do that. But anyway, I was on a cruise last week. Had no access to the internet or print media. The only cable news station on the TV was CNN. I'm pretty up-to-date on news and politics, so CNN was on playing in the background when I was in and out of my hotel room all week. I came to realize that CNN is horrible. I only caught bits and pieces of it all week, but the parts I saw were disgusting. They would come up with a hypothetical and then discuss it as if it was true. Then they would develop additional hypotheticals based on the conclusion that they made from the previous hypothetical and discuss, discuss those, not only as if they were true, but as if they had already happened or it was inevitable that it would happen. Over and over all week long, I only saw two topics ever come up, Trump and Cohen. That's it. I wish I had examples of their hypotheticals, but I wasn't focused with writing anything yeah, down. But Good, you're on a cruise. You shouldn't.
3: That's a lot of cable news, though. Yeah. That is a lot of cable news. You come up with an extreme hypothetical that's highly unlikely. I mean, you got to throw that in there. It's usually a hypothetical
1: that's unlikely to occur and then discuss with legal minds what that what would happen right right and you know honestly the president of the united states seems to take great glee now in feeding that machine yeah it's part of his strategy slash his uncontrollable id i think that's what he's doing and i think it's and then
3: so if the president pardoned himself then just drove over to the justice department and killed all the justices what would happen we'll discuss when we come back supreme court justices
1: (laughs) Oh, my God, including Ruth Bader Ginsburg. We'll talk to a expert on violence against elderly small women next.
3: Then what if Trump climbed in a tank and attempted to do? We'll discuss that.
1: Wow, a coup. The realities of a coup. Uh, Marshall, I was going to hold back on the thing to do with you until the news time. So if you have stuff to do, you can go do it or hang out with us. That'd be fine, too. Uh, let's see. What's my favorite here? Oh. Why does the U.S. have homeless camps when other countries don't? Good question. Here's a nice note from Gatlin. I wish my, my name was Gatlin. That's a, that's a pretty cool name. My friends would call me the gun. Would they? I would hope so. When you asked the question, it got me thinking about the two years I spent in a poor part of Brazil as a missionary from 0709. Most of the people were very poor, but I almost never saw anyone sleeping in the streets at night or living in homeless encampments. As I think about it, I can think of two main reasons. The first is that families take care of each other more. From what I saw, if someone had an uncle or cousin who was down on his luck, they would usually take them in for a while. But while they were living with you, they had to be working. Usually in a job that paid nowhere near a living wage, they would, for instance, rent an insulated cart and sell 50-cent packets of frozen yogurt all day in the sun. But it was enough that they could contribute to the household's income and try to find some better paying work. The second reason that there weren't people on the street was because building materials were cheap and there was no enforcement of building codes. If you could find a piece of unowned land, you could build your own little house out of cheap clay bricks and roof mm. tiles, and the other squatters who had built their homes would help you out. Then you'd just have to drain your sewerage into a nearest field or creek and try not to get yourself killed splicing into the electric grid. Of course, it also means you couldn't go barefoot anywhere. I had to take anti-worm pills every six months, and should never drink the tap water. It's not a solution; it's not good for everyone. But it explains why they don't have any tent cities or people sleeping in the streets. Interesting. That's uh, very well analyzed, sir. Thank you for the note. Uh, One of the biggest sports stars
3: to a lot of our audience died. Is that correct? Uh, That is correct. Yeah, that story, among others, coming up with Marshall's News. We'll get into everything of the day on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. 50th anniversary of Bobby Kennedy being shot on primary day in California 50 years ago. It's the 40th anniversary this week of Grease the Movie with John Travolta and Olivia Newton John. And John Travolta has addressed the controversy, which I was unaware of the conspiracy that Sandy actually is dead throughout the entire movie. We'll get into that
1: a little bit later. Wow. Which one do you think had more impact on America? The Kennedy assassination or Greece? Was Sandy dead the entire calls. movie? Wow. I've never heard that. Kind of a Sixth Sense thing. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. So I got this note from Jordan. Guys, I'm a certified personal trainer and physical therapy student. I'd like to volunteer as a tribute to train Marshall for the next month so he can get his 10 push-ups in a row. I hear his quote-unquote training regimen every day on the show, and I shake my head in fatherly disappointment.
2: So you don't have a board as part of your his typical training? <laughs> <walk,
1: laughs> hopping up and down, carrying a piece of plywood? No, apparently not. Then he gives his credentials, his experience, yeah. and, I, oh, and they are considerable. All right. I'd volunteer my time, if nothing else, to keep him from pulling muscles doing two push-ups, which I've never heard of before. (laughs) (laughs) And because it certainly sounds like a challenge on my end. However, I really think he can achieve ten push-ups with proper training just two to three times per week in a
2: maximum of two months. Wow. Two months? Yeah. You've only got three weeks. I know. Two. Two months. Well, just double his plan and then you should be fine. Sure, exactly. Only,
1: yeah, only a couple of weeks for your completely unrealistic, bizarre, where did you come up with that deadline? Anyway, here's his email. All right,
0: thank you very much. You I'll got it.
1: Uh, refer to that. Uh, oh, okay. Listen. You're serious. You get with this young man, he's going <laughs> to whip you into shape. All right. <laughs> it's go time. News now with Martian Mendelbaum. 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 <laughs>
0: Prosecutors working with special counsel Robert Mueller's charge that uh, one-time Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort tried several times to tamper with witnesses in his criminal case. So they've gone ahead and asked a federal judge to consider sending Manafort to jail while he awaits trial. The allegations are related to Manafort's criminal case in Washington on charges of money laundering false statements, and acting as an unregistered foreign agent for Ukrainian interests. But does that have anything to do with Trump? The charges are not related to Trump's campaign or Russian interference in the Mm, election.
3: He looked like a criminal when Trump hired him, and it turns out he is a
1: criminal. So they're going to put this big squeeze on him on that stuff, though, and and try to get him thereby to spill anything he knows about Trump. Okay. If he knows anything untoward or or criminal, Um, which, you know... So far, we haven't heard any leaks. And that meeting with that uh, right. that Russian broad, in the it's, it's probably a bad idea, but it's not illegal. The FBI has documents and statements. The Donald Jr. meeting. I'm right. using so little language. <laughs> <laughs> so few words. <laughs> Even I'm half confused about what I'm talking about. I apologize, folks. The I'll F- go get some more coffee.
0: The FBI has documents and statements from the two people that Manafort allegedly contacted. They have uh, telephone records and documents they recovered through a search of Manafort's iCloud account, showing that he attempted communication while he's been out on bail. That is according to those FBI documents. So they may make make him sit in jail as he awaits trial, huh? Yeah. yeah. I bet he's not going to like that a lot. President Trump planning a big event at the White House later today to celebrate America but the Philadelphia Eagles are not welcome. In a statement Trump said the full Super Bowl championship team wasn't going to be there and fans deserve better so he canceled the ceremony. He blamed the team's decision on them disagreeing with his belief in standing for the national anthem. On Twitter this morning Trump announced We will proudly be playing the national anthem and under other wonderful music celebrating our country today in the afternoon. The White House with the United States Marine Band and the United States Army Chorus honoring America, NFL, no escaping the locker rooms, exclamation point.
2: Uh, I feel it should be noted that not a single Eagles player kneeled during the season or during the playoffs. There was one player who did during the preseason. He was cut. There was a single player who uh, one time during the season raised his fist during the National Anthem, but not a single player kneeled. A couple of
1: players, though, said they wouldn't go to the White House because they disagreed with the president.
3: Right, Uh,
2: According to counts, there were 10 people who would have gone had the invitation gone through. I
3: hate the players. Like, and the Golden State Warriors have done this. I hate players not going to the White House. I hate that. Just go. Just go because kids like it. It's just fun for your team to go be with the president. Yeah. It
1: shows that we're together yeah. even if we just, disagree just, with each other just, as just, a country. Just go. Don't be such a baby. And as president, don't cancel it. Don't be a bigger baby.
3: Jeez.
1: Yeah, when they go low, we go lower. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's <laughs> the new motto. A majority of He's that, like a little baby.
3: No, you're like
0: a little baby. A majority of doctors in the United States believe that electronic health records need a complete overhaul.
3: Well, I'd like to talk to the the minority that don't, don't think that. It's, you should be. I think it's perfectly business. good. I think we ought to <laughs>
1: hang with the system we've got now. It's making my colleagues quit in droves. They're wild with anger. Customer or custom, patient services did decline. How fr- other than that is great. How frustrating
3: it is! Is it that all patients recognize to switch? when they went to electronic records, that your doctor no longer looks at you or hears what you say. Um, And the doctors hate it, yet it continues. I mean, how frustrating is that?
0: This finding, by the way, comes from a new study from Stanford Medicine, which also found that doctors were having to spend more time on data input instead of patient care, and it is driving them nuts. Well, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago a,
3: a person part of my medical team retiring early because of this sort of thing, and said lots of his friends are too. And professions that, you know, they're not cranking out people to, pr- to replace these sorts of people. Wanted to keep doing their high-paying job, because they love it, but
1: we've made it so awful to do and impossible, yeah. to, they, they get none of the joy of helping people anymore. And a physician friend of mine, uh, who is, uh, you know, late enough in his career, he can say this sort of thing, says, I'm not going to start taking bad care of my patients at this point in my career. I'm going to ignore the law and pay the fines. There you go. That's what he's doing.
0: Former San Francisco 49ers wide receiver Dwight Clark has died. He died Monday of ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease.
1: That's rough.
0: Clark is best known for that catch when he made a leaping touchdown grab that won the NFC Championship game for the Niners over the Cowboys in 1982. The call by Vin Scully. Montana. Clark winning two Super Bowl now, titles. Now, that's a sports clip right there. That's a good clip. Clark with won two Super Bowl titles. Clark, with you, didn't
2: have, you didn't have 19 people on the sideline booth all talking over one another, trying to drown out the crowd with their own witticisms to try to go viral? I was missing that from that clip. Anyway, Dwight Clark was 61 years old. So. I, I hung out with Dwight a few years
1: ago. Really? I mean, he was just uh, hale and hearty and love and life. And yeah. A personable dude and the rest of it. And it's, 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 a, it's, it's a rough MF, that disease.
3: Oh, right. And he was only diagnosed
0: with it about 15 months ago, I believe. Yeah. 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 That's yeah.
3: interesting. We had, we had a neighbor and I as a kid who had it for many years, so mm-hmm. it must uh, go in different speeds and different people. Yeah. That's rough.
0: There you go. That's wrapped. at That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. <laughs>
3: We got all kinds of problems we got to figure out. So, this new land that's been created by the lava in Hawaii, who gets that land? There's new land that's been created. Wow, wait those, a minute. Who does it belong to? Auctioned it off. Some of the cool stuff in Apple's new operating system that they just announced yesterday.
1: Plus, um, they've revealed more about keeping you uh, away from smartphone addiction. A court? court has, allegedly.
3: A court has ruled on whether it's constitutional to have In God We Trust on money. Really?
1: Another hot issue. <laughs> Yo. You know, Rand Paul said something great on Morning Jose today about the stuff we're talking about versus the stuff we ought to be. Ah, Devastating. Jake. We'll try to dig
3: that up for you. Cool. like to hear that uh, all on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The
1: conscience of the of nation. Of the nation. The
2: Armstrong and Getty Show. Animoji do such an amazing job tracking our expressions. And this year, we're taking emoji to a whole new level. The breakthrough new technology we call tongue detection. <laughs> We're all going to be sticking out our tongues to our phones in the near future.
3: Boy, is that where we are now with uh, advancements in technology? Yeah. Our, our emojis are getting better.
1: Yeah. I will pull your goddamn tongue out of the roof! <laughs> oh,
3: there's an angry f- cell phone user. Um, looking at, so the new operating system from Apple's out, which has an effect on
2: a lot of us. A lot of, uh, what's AR? AR is augmented reality, so mm. as opposed to virtual reality where you go, you put on the goggles, and you disappear in an entirely digital space. Augmented reality are things like the Google Glasses or Pokemon Go, where there is a, a digital image overlaid on onto actual reality around you. Oh, okay.
3: You I'm picturing that. There's going to be a lot of AR in the future in your Apple phone.
1: Yeah, and in fact, I heard that they did a little demonstration where they had everybody point their iPhone or pad or whatever at a table and game pieces appeared on the table. And the idea of it, it, was a very simple game, but they're trying to inspire all these developers from 77 different countries who are in Cupertino, hanging out for the big conference, or wherever it is. Uh, where is it? Uh, uh, San Jose. I year, was I not invited. Um, but uh, they're trying to inspire people to come up with uh, newer, cooler, more complicated games to put them on the uh, App Store. Mm. AR games, don't you know? Apple introduced some new emoji.
3: I guess the plural of emoji is emoji. It's like deer. I didn't know that. That's correct. I'm going to continue to say emojis like an idiot. <laughs> Apple introduced some new emojis to its augmented reality emoji emojis that users can send to others, including a ghost, a tiger, and a dinosaur. Again, this is where we are. It's a great
1: time to be alive. <laughs> oh, boy. Never mind mapping the genome. Give me a tongue sticking out emoji. Yeah. Huh. I saw a kind of a whimsical commercial for them, though, the other day. Apple's good at whimsical commercials.
2: Oh, yeah. Are you always anti-whimsy? No, they always have been. Some jaunty music. A couple good-looking 20-somethings. Right! They're enjoying themselves, and the phone is helping them. You know, it's <laughs> funny. Uh,
1: <laughs> my, uh, <laughs> I uh, I needed to charge my phone, so I plugged it in as I went off to take a uh, post-workout shower and stuff like that and left it plugged in. Then Judy and I decided to go out and grab some sushi. And uh, I had this vague feeling that I, uh, I'd, I didn't have everything as I was getting in the car. But I thought I got my wallet. I got my uh, my key fob. That's fine. And so we went off to dinner, and then uh, we both discovered we both left our phones at home. And it was great. What? It was
3: what if, great. what if something
2: happened?
1: And what? Why wouldn't oh. you? I mean, I'm
3: talking to me, not to you. But why? Why wouldn't you do that always? Well, and why we, wouldn't any of us do that
1: always? Right. Well, we got home, and all three of our children had been imprisoned for a. Uh, for uh, uh, espionage in Liberia, and we were being tortured at that moment. Our house was on fire, and our dog was dead. Oh no, that's right, nothing happened at all. We got well, Even if it, yeah.
3: something did happen, the, the every the world managed pretty good. Right. With uh, you know hours here and
1: there, and even days. Right. Uh, w- without contact, but it, th- there was just. There was none of the just glancing over, looking over, or let me check if, uh, or oh, that's my buddy uh, Brian texting or whatever. There's none of that. None of it. But what if and the, it
2: was better. But, but what if like Dennis Rodman tweets something weird at Kanye yeah. West and yeah. everybody's
1: talking about it? Right. Right. Then you'd be pathetic sitting there with the people you love the most, paying attention to them. What kind of sickness is that? So I don't know. It, it could be a new chapter in my life. Which I'll blog about <laughs>
3: <laughs> I hope it is. I mean, it's, it, it's like uh, eating your exercise with me. I get dedicated to it. It lasts a couple of days. I go back to what I was doing before, and then you got and, and I don't like that. I yeah. want just to just
1: make a, the radical change.: Oh, wouldn't that be nice if ah, yeah, I, to me, it's like uh, you know it's Seinfeld famously said about ending a relationship. you got to tip it back and forth several times before it goes over. But right now, I don't even know where my phone is. I think it's in the office. Sorry. I, I may have turned a page
2: here. Good for you. Are you actually thinking about, like, mandating no phone zones, right? Like, hey, we're, we're going to leave our phones. We're just going to go be with each other. Or are you thinking it's just going to kind of happen like now with the, where, where is my phone? I don't
1: know. I think that might be part of the rocking process, suggesting, hey, why don't we do like we did the other night? Um, But I, uh, honest to God, and it was just one night. And who knows? Like you say, Jack, I'll, I'll probably relapse. But. I think about, why don't we leave our phones behind, and I don't get a surge of stress right now. I get a surge of endorphins. I get a surge of, that'd be good. So, you know, we'll see if it lasts. And some of y'all out there are, are thinking, what's the matter with you, pathetic? I'm freaks. I'm not... Oh, yeah, my parents... Uh, good, I, good for you. Good for you. And I mean that yeah, sincerely. My
3: parents feel that way. And, yeah. you know, and again, good for them. How did we all get to this idea that, you know, if somebody can't get a hold of us for an hour or so, that the world will come
1: apart? How did we get there? It's an incredible rarity. It's the great hypothetical that looms out there that we're all concerned about, but it almost never, ever, ever happens. And
3: by almost never, closer to never
1: than almost. (laughs) Right. Um,
3: it's just, it's, it's just weird. It's a lot of it's ego. I mean, I think ego drives a lot of it. That The idea that we're so important, and this is so important, they're so
1: important, and these things are so important, they've got to be dealt with all the time by me. Is that a rationalization our brain indulges in because it loves the shots of endorphins? Probably. It all fits together. I mean, the the addict comes up with all sorts of oh, rationalizations very for true. why
2: it's a good idea to X, Y, or Z, depending on which way you swing. Very true. I'm a Z man. As I go back and kind of remember like my my parents' experience with the, the wireless coming of age, right? My my first experiences with them being always on was an extension of work. It was the first kind of dissolving of the the forty hour work mm-hmm. we were. Now you have a pager, we can get you if we have an issue. We can get a hold. Of. Like it, it seemed to have started with work needing to get a hold of people beyond work hours. Well, yeah. Am I misremembering that?
3: No, no. That is exactly the way it started. Uh, And now we have uh, added it to our personal lives where we feel like our friends need to be able to get to hold of us with like, you know, what was the old guy on Barney Miller, the guy that sat over in the corner? What was his name? That friend who has that question needs to be able to ask us that any 24 hours a day and we need to respond to them. Well, teach him how to Google.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Idiot. Your friend's an idiot.
3: Okay, a better example. Who was, that? <laughs> I'm kidding, who was yeah. that guy that back in college who used to stand on his
1: head and drink right. beer? You know, that oh, guy. stand on head <laughs> beer drinking guy. Yeah, what was his name? Scooter, Skipper. Yeah, exactly. That'll be funny in an hour or
3: two. <clears throat> I got a friend I always have legitimate questions for, and I can send him a text any time of day,
1: and he gets back right away. And it's pretty <laughs> handy. It's pretty handy. You know, I almost tweeted this the other day irony. Um, And I didn't get around to it. Here was, I was going to do a Twitter poll. Maybe I will uh, during the commercials. Your friends who are not constantly tethered to their cell phones, who you text, and they'll get back to you eventually. What percentage admiration? What percentage annoyance? With that friend. Right.
2: I admire it every time it's not one of my messages. Then it's really annoying. (laughs) Right. Right. Any chance we can get together Tuesday and
1: I can drop off the blank? You send that Friday at noon. Sunday at 10 a.m., you get a response. Right. What percentage annoyance? What percentage admiration? Almost 90-10 annoyance, isn't it? (laughs) I was going to cop to 73rd.
3: <laughs> maybe I'm
1: not being honest with myself. All right, impactful news of the day coming up in moments. Big story. So maybe brick and mortars are going
3: out of business because customer service sucks. Is that the reason? Huh? Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.